Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Teresa Mills. And you know, Teresa, I want to remind the gals who are sitting around here with us that we don't need to worry. We don't need to worry. Amen. We don't need to fret. And yet, we've just been through some crazy times, and it looks like this year has kind of started off a little crazy <laughs> as well. And and if we're not careful, we can get sucked into feeling like it's all up to us and that we have lost control. But guess what? You and I never had control yeah. to begin with. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and I know I've talked about this before from the Bible, but I want to just reiterate it. That there was a guy, there's so many stories in the Bible that we could go to, but the guy that I want to focus in on today, really, I mean, we can't complain about a thing <laughs> if we look at his life. And I'm talking about Daniel. Yeah. I mean, Daniel was carted off and taken away from everything he knew. Strong, good-looking kid taken away at a very young age and yet had to serve under four different kings and he was 80 years old when he was thrown into the lions okay wow so <laughs> who are we to complain about things that are going on in our world right now mm. wow and you think you know being taken at that young age, serving under four different kings, none of that affected his belief in the God that he knew to be true. And, you know, I'm hearing you say that. I didn't know that he was 80 when he was thrown in the lion's den. Like, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, actually in his 80s, he was when he was thrown in. So you think about this guy who said, you know what? I am going to serve my God. Mm -hmm. I am going to trust my God, and I'm not going to be deterred by my circumstances. I'm not. I'm going to do what I've always done. That's what I love about this story, because even when everybody was out to trick him, mm -hmm. everybody was out to go, okay, how can we get this guy? You know, we see that going on all the time in our world. How can we get this guy? And yet, Daniel, when he knows that there's a new uh, edict out by the king that says, if you worship anybody but the king for the next however many days, it's not going to go well for you. You're going to be in the lion's den. But what did he do? It says, just like always, he worshipped his God. He prayed to his God. And he threw, the, 
he threw the windows wide open, (laughs) as he always did. (laughs) He didn't change who he was. He didn't change who he served. He didn't change how he believed because of everything else that was going on around him. So I want us to grab onto that truth today and that story because, boy, oh boy, we can get so pulled and so swayed But if we stay focused on serving our God and serving others, then we'll see God's hand. Man, that's so good. It's very true. And, you know, I love the fact that he he didn't pull the blinds or hide hide in the closet somewhere. He's like, yeah, I know what you said, but this is what God's had me to do. (laughs) This is what I'm going to do. And to do that with boldness, but, you know, you really have to know who God is and then who you are in Him. And I really believe with all my heart, when we allow God to be our form of validation, our form of um, identity, then, you know, He didn't need He didn't need the permission of the king. He didn't need the validation of the king. He's like, look, you wonder why I'm so good to serve you? It's because I serve God first. Mm -hmm. I give him everything. That's why I'm so good for what you need me for. He was one of the wisest men in the land. Mm -hmm. And I love that. He set the example and never swayed. And when you were talking about him being under four different kings, it didn't matter who was king. Daniel still served God and kept his faith and didn't allow anything within those kingdoms or within those kings to infiltrate his knowledge and belief and love of God. And nothing kept him from getting to know God more and more and being intimate with God in those daily times he had with him. Like He's quite an amazing guy. Well, and he's setting an example. I mean, God absolutely put that in the Bible for us. During our times in life when we're like, I don't know what to do. Well, what does God say? He says, serve me first, and then all these things will be added to you. So Daniel did that, and he did it in the right order. And you look at his life. He served God first. That was number one. Nothing was going to deter him from serving God first. But then he turned around and he served the people and the king that he he was under authority to. And so because he did it in the right order, he served God first. He didn't waver. He didn't get milk toast. You know, that <laughs> I don't know if did your did your mom ever give you milk toast when you were sick? I mean I a don't lot of times. So. <laughs> I don't think of, so. <laughs> Well, uh, maybe I'm old and that was, okay, I need people to tell me that you've heard the term milk toast. I've heard the term. I I didn't know if you like dipped your toast in milk or not. I don't know what it means, but I have heard the term. Whenever we were sick, she would warm up milk and pour it over a piece of toast and that would stay down. And so it was like... Not really that great, but it just kind of did helped you have something on your stomach. But it, the term milk toast is just kind of bleh, you know, there's it's just kind of and that's how we get with our devotion to God. We get the just kind of blah 
Yeah. In in the way that we serve our God, we believe that, well, you know, I want to I want to stick my foot into the middle. I want to make sure that people think I'm, you know, being tolerant of their views. Well, God says, don't worry about that. Just serve me. Worship me. Give your devotion to me. And then I'm going to give you opportunities to serve others. And it may be people that that think the exact opposite of you serve them anyway. Mm. It may pe- be people that absolutely hate you and your views <laughs> serve them anyway. It may be somebody that wants to harm you because of your views serve them anyway because you're serving God first He's going to give you what you need to keep serving others. Mm. That's that's so good. And it's not like Daniel was this perfect guy that everything always went right for him. You know, he experienced some some struggles and he experienced some, I don't know if it would be disappointments or, or at least some delays. And it's always been beautiful to me when the Bible talks about Daniel prayed. And he was praying for something big. And 21 days later, now you know, Luann, <laughs> that when we pray, we do not want to have to wait 21 days. No. Before, no, we want the answer right now. Actually, we wanted it yesterday, uh, 10 minutes ago. And many times we'll give up. But Daniel, he just continued. He didn't let it sway him. He continued to serve God. He continued to serve the king. And an angel showed up to him. And said, Daniel, from the first moment you prayed, the answer was sent. But there was a big battle in the heavenlies for me to get this answer to you. I mean, this guy served God so well that the angel showed up for him. And, you know, Mm. when you were talking about devotion and not being meh, you know, to really be on fire for God. And how do you know that you are? Mm. And when I hear his story, it challenges me because if someone says, I'm going to throw you in a lion's den if you even think about praying to God. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know what I think I would do, but faced with that, could we stand? Could we still say, you know what? No, God, I know God will take care of me. And even if he doesn't, God is still good and God is still God. But we mm. see him never wavering from Knowing who God was and knowing that he could trust God, even when the prayers weren't answered when he thought they would be, he never stopped serving God, praying to him anyway. And can you imagine that for just a moment? You already have a prayer that hasn't been answered. Yet it really had been. The answer was on its way, but you haven't seen it yet. And now you're about to risk everything to still pray openly like you did when you haven't seen prayers answered before? Could we have that kind of tenacity to say, God, I don't care whether it looks like you've answered or you haven't. I'm going to trust you, and I'm still going to spend that time with you, and I'm still going to serve you. Little do we know that the answer's on its way, but he didn't give up, and he didn't close the curtain, and he didn't bow to what that king wanted In the midst of this, he served God well and still served the king. Mm. You know, it's funny because in our 
regular lives, our everyday lives with one another, relationships with one another, sometimes we do for others and we do it expecting something in return mm-hmm. and or we ask for something and we're not going to give any more until we get some kind of a response. <laughs> but, you know, and it's yeah. this back and forth. It's a ping pong. God is not like that. God is not like that. He has timing that is incredible. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His timing is not our timing. Mm. And so when we pray, we have to trust that He is doing exactly what needs to be done Amen. in the right time. And I got, I've witnessed this. I know you have too. I've witnessed this in my family because my sister, my older sister, was so set on not doing anything the way my parents did because she was just mad when she <laughs> left home. She just <laughs> wanted to do things her own way. And so she would not take her kids to church. Mm-hmm. You know, we were raised in the church. Every time the doors were open, we were there. But she was like, I am not going to force my children to go to church. You know, and, and like it was punishment or something. Right. And so her kids grew up and had a very tough, tough time. They went through a lot of heartache because they didn't have that base to yeah. fall back on of knowing who God was. But my dad and mom kept praying and they kept praying. And my mom and dad went to their grave praying for not only my sister and her family, but all of uh, all of the kids and all of the grandkids and all of the nieces and nephews that didn't know Christ. And I would hear them. I would hear them praying. They would be on their knees and They would be praying out loud and they didn't care if you walked in and it felt uncomfortable. They they were praying to God. And what I witnessed, Teresa, was decades later, Mm. after my dad passed away, he passed away in 1998. Just this last year, my sister's oldest son not only gave his heart to Christ, but he flat out just became a Jesus freak. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love that boy, but he has been through, he has been through so much. And his younger brother, I was able to witness his uh, coming back to Christ or coming to Christ about 10 years ago. Wow. And so he, it was the two boys. And so... What I want to really get through to you is that my dad never saw that happen. Yeah. But that didn't mean that he didn't believe God was working. That's right. He knew. My mom knew that God is faithful. And if we do what we can do, which is serve God and pray to God and be intentional with our life and our prayers and be on fire when we pray, my dad, man... You you better hold on to the pillars of the house when my dad <laughs> prayed because it was like going to shake the walls. But you knew that he the tears were streaming and he would pray these passionate prayers for 
those boys. And they were just boys then. And here he is, a grown man with two kids of his own, on fire mm. for Jesus. That's so wonderful. Oh, my goodness. I, Your you know, prayers are heard. They are heard. And I believe that they are, until they come to pass, they are still you know, in operation. That's why it's important for us to praise God, even after we've prayed about it. Mm -hmm. Start praising Him for it and dare to believe that that answer is on the way. God heard. He, I, I love that He's not deaf, you know. <laughs> he's, mm -hmm. he, hears, he even hears the silent cries of our hearts. So, He hears the prayers. And I love that Daniel was such a an incredible example of that. You know, he had such a powerful influence even on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when you talk about those guys in the fiery furnace. You know, these are things that I think that we have forgotten about. These are real stories. These aren't things made up. These are people who lived in such a way that they've set an example that we could live the same way. Pray to God we are never at a place where we are even have to think of being in a lion's den or in a fiery furnace. But in your life, you can feel like you've been thrown to the lions in a different sort of way. And yet you could stand there and just say, watch my God. I'm just going to walk with my God. Mm -hmm. And people are going to say, you know, how are they not destroyed by this situation or that situation? You mm -hmm. don't know who I've got walking with me hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And I'm never going to let him go. And here's the better thing. He's never going to let me go. And mm. we can have that same kind of relationship with God, despite who is king, who isn't king, whether you're in a land you feel comfortable with or not, whether all the, the laws of that land line up with what you believe or not, you can still walk hand in hand with the king of kings, which trumps any king that there is. Absolutely. Look, here's the, here's the fact about Daniel. I mean, he was carted off at a very young age, but never lost sight of who his God was. And he maintains such a vibrant faith in God that despite living and working in this ungodly place, he rose up through the ranks until he eventually was in charge. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's amazing what God will do in your life when you put Him first and when you pray to Him first and when you worship Him first and you serve Him first. When you get things in the right priority, then Daniel had people working under him that were magicians, enchanters, astrologers, mm -hmm. diviners. He was in charge of them. And it sounds like, oh, were they Christian? No, mm. they were serving false gods. Yeah. But that did not keep him from finding favor with these kings that said there's something different about him. Oh, yeah. There's something different about him. And I wonder, Teresa, if... Somebody in authority looked at you or looked at me or looked at those that are sitting at the table with us today. If they looked at us and they looked at our life and they looked at what we spend time doing, would they say, wow, there's something different about them. They really do put their God first. Mm 
Mm. And when, when Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, the king was worried to pieces about him. <laughs> and he was like, oh, may your God save you. I mean, this king did not believe in Daniel's God. And yet he saw something that was compelling him to know, hmm, this God is different. Because this man is different mm -hmm. I can see it And so when the time came For him to check On Daniel who had spent The night with the lions He runs over there and says oh, You made it And he was relieved He was just so glad That Daniel was not taken from him And he at that moment said Your God Is the true God Mm-hmm your God is the true God. So Amen. by serving God well, serving God without being ashamed of what other people say about you, without being worried that somebody's going to harm you or throw you to the lions, mm -hmm. when you serve God like that and people see your life, they say there's something different. And then... They believe in your God because they see it for themselves. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you know, as you were sharing that, it, it's amazing because, you know, the king, he'd been tricked into doing this, making this right. law, and he had to abide by it, but he had been deceived. And imagine, I, I, if, it bothers me sometimes, if I'm honest with you, when, when God says, pray for your enemies, like, uh, I would rather not. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't want to be kind to those that are mean to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> but with Daniel, you know, if he'd have been, if he'd have written this king off and cursed this king, and this king was deceived, he knew enough about Daniel to wish, Daniel, may your God save you. And at the end, when he says, your God is the one true God, because Daniel could continue. I bet Daniel is praying. I mean, he's walking with Jesus. He might as well be talking to him, praying mm -hmm. in the lion's den. And the deception broken off of this king and this king realizing that this really is the one true God. But there are times, friends, where we may encounter people who are, who are deceived in how they treat us. And the wrongs that are happening. And I believe that God will one day let them see the truth. And if we have kept serving God in the process, and if we have prayed for them, and if we have continued to serve people and serve them with the love of God, maybe the same thing is going to happen where they say, your God has got to be the one true God. And that deception breaks off of them. You know, it, I don't think we can understand the chain reaction that happens when we are faithful to do what God has called us to do, when we serve Him, we pray to Him, and we don't give up and we don't back down, we continue to serve wholeheartedly. I don't think we can understand the chain reaction like I've watched in my own family, but, you know, it's bigger than that. Yeah, It's so much bigger than that because, you know, shortly after the Lion's Den event... King Cyrus, same king who threw Daniel in there, allowed the Jews um, that Nebuchadnezzar brought to Babylon in captivity to re return home to Jerusalem, hmm. instructing them to rebuild the temple of God. I mean, look at that. Yeah. 
he instructs them to rebuild the temple of God, who knew that just by being obedient and showing up to serve God and serve the king well, that all of these chain reactions would happen. 5,000 priceless articles were returned. Mm gold and silver and dishes and pans and bowls. I don't know what's been taken from you, Mm. maybe in the last year or the last decade from your life, but I'm going to encourage you, get on your knees and pray and serve like a Daniel. Mm. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others this week. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.